How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? Well, you don't know that I'm going to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much did you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. podcast with your host Rod and Karen and we're back for another episode uh, this time we have a couple of guests in the house that you probably all know by now we have my man Justin say what's up to everybody Justin uh, hello everybody Twitter world Facebook and anybody else is just tasteful and like good podcast <laughs> <laughs> and Will say what's up to everybody what's up everybody and if you listen to this podcast, you probably already know, but 
it's the Black Gal Tips, and you can find us by searching uh, on Google, uh, iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. The Black Gal Tips, we will come up. Uh, we'll actually come up before you get to George Washington Carver. So, sure. if you're looking for the guy, Black Gal who, uh, you know, made peanuts and shit famous, uh, you gotta go up one to get to us. Uh, now, also, don't forget, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. And I'm Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. And I'm Ron Overreason. And make sure you go to the website, uh, theblackoutips.com, where we put up blog posts. I just put up a new one uh, a couple days ago, uh, April Jewel's Day. And uh, I'm also make sure that you donate. We have a donate button there. And we also have a button for recurring donations. Uh, you can do as low as $5 a month. Uh, you know, as high as 50 I think, a month or something like that. Um, <clears throat> and we appreciate people who donate to the show because they make it possible to do things like put all the episodes up. Yes, sir. And uh, don't forget you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And you can call the show, 704-557-0186. Uh, we do feedback shows on Saturday, so people who leave voicemails and emails and things like that, we get back to you guys on Saturday mornings, and uh, we try to make sure that that's a good show for everybody that likes to participate in that. Um, and that's the difference between us and a lot of other podcasts. We do hang out with our fans, you know what I mean? So anyway, uh, the official weapon of the show is... And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. Bullet ball spring. Whoa, spring. <laughs> <laughs> That's <a> remix. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he came up with a new product. Has it been that long? It has, man. Uh, but for those that that you know might go to bulletballsupreme.com, it's actually Bullet Ball Extreme. Extreme. So That's uh, when they play with the lights out. <laughs> 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 I still haven't seen the acceptance of my request, man. And you know what? I think everybody should just start bullying him with requests. Just tell him to to accept me. (laughs) (laughs) We get one in, it's like we all got in. It's like a roach. Yeah, go to Mark Griffin (laughs) and send him a message on Facebook. Please, brother, please. Make sure you have the right Mark Griffin. Y'all gonna have something to do like out in Oklahoma. Oh, no. On on Mark Griffin's page, it says it's CEO and inventor of Bullet Ball. So, ain't too many of them out there. Yeah, it can't be with one. Ain't nobody else playing And this podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Now that right now, Shadow Dog Productions has two new comedy short films for sale. And uh, I'll put a link on the website where you can find samples and you can check them out on YouTube. The films are Soft Stout, S-O-F Stout, uh, about what a woman can do if her man wants too much sex. Wow. I'm, I don't know if I want my listeners going to this one, y'all. Why don't y'all check out the second video? <laughs> And Pistol Prod about what you can do when too many irritated motherfuckers are bugging you on a daily basis. Yes. <laughs> now that one I do like. <laughs> both, both films are less than five minutes long and sell for a buck a piece. Uh, and then both of them are on sale at ShadowDollProductions.com. You know, make sure you guys are checking them out, man. They do good work. And uh, also don't forget, last week you made a call out for artists. Uh, people who are making music, people who uh, do maybe graphic design, uh, that kind of thing. Voiceovers. Yeah. Make sure uh, you guys are hitting them up, man, because he's on Twitter. He's at Shadow Dog Prod, P R O D. 
Um, because, you know, a lot of people say, I, I want to avenue in, I want to get my work recognized. And I think one of the fundamental themes of uh, our podcast is working with people that have a, an ability and a need and a want to get themselves out there, man. And like, so if you're listening to this, then I think you will respond to that same type of motivation, which is you, you just want to get your voice heard. Because anybody could go and try to go, you know, get a job for a radio station or something like that. But if you're listening to the podcast, if you're doing a podcast, if you're doing graphic design, if you're a music uh, artist right now, you know that the best way to get your shit heard is to work with other people. So, you know, imagine your rap opening up the, 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 the beginning of a movie. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can't just walk up to Steven Spielberg and be like, check out my demo. But you might be able to email Dex and get him to check out your shit. So, you know, make sure you guys are, are, are really going into that. Don't waste the opportunity when you're talking about stuff like that. Um, Man, I did not have a whole lot of random thoughts this week, man. And I don't know if I was tired or if it was just from the naps. Because I was napping this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sure was. I yeah, I took, I took like two naps this week. Yes. Yeah, you ain't lying. I took Breaking one yesterday. Records. What is, is I was it? 30 minutes late picking up my baby from daycare. <laughs> that sleep must have been good. We Boy, look, I laid down. I was like, I got an hour and a half before I need to pick him up. My wife called me like, where are you? You're supposed to pick him up for half an hour. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Dude, when you get there, are the daycare people mad? Or like, I don't know. She would have picked him up. Oh, she got him. Okay. I had to because I was gone. Um, maybe, I think maybe I'm so tired because, you know, it's getting hot again. Yes. And the allergies are picking up a little bit, man. Because terrible, man. Yeah, the, the tree sperm is everywhere, man. Jizzing <laughs> all over your car. Yes, yeah, all over your face. <laughs> no, and like a lot of people don't see trees that you're way. But it in. Yeah, you're breathing in the, the tree sperm. You're swallowing it. It's getting in your nose. Yeah, jizzing in your eyes. Yeah, that's all that is. <laughs> that's all that is. I feel Dry like yellow tree jizz. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the porn whores, man. Whenever they come in their face and they don't like it, they be like, "Oh no, you said not my hair, it burns, <laughs> my eyes, my eyes." You know that makes it remind me of that dude. Um, he played on Parks and Rec. I actually Yeah, I heard it's good. I heard it's good. Um, I haven't ever watched it, but I heard it's good, man. You know me and TV, I, I pick my ratchetness and I sticks with it. I gotta, I might have to start watching Chicago Code because Mike in Chicago is supposed to be on there. Yeah. So I gotta start catching up on that. Of but course. I still want to watch it. Yeah, look, look, you watch it. You tell me when Mike in Chicago is on there, and I'm gonna go online and watch it. Okay, so. I got y'all. Mm-hmm. I got y'all. Um, speaking of uh, online, we gotta go into some sad news. There was an earthquake in Japan again. Yes. Fresh. Right. I know, man. What did they do, man? Is it all the tentacle porn or what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Illuminati. Oh, yeah. I blame Obama. They, but... control, they control everything. The weather. Everything. If Obama would do a better job, we wouldn't have so many earthquakes. That's all I'm saying. You know, man. I was sitting yeah, around. Lauren, Texas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. neighbors stopped having earthquakes. Man, I was sitting around talking with this group of black dudes when the first tsunami hit. Don't you mean group of niggers? Pack of niggers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's that's not racially sensitive. colors. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I'm sitting around with a pack of colors. Right. uh, (laughs) Wild colors. (laughs) 
There's neighbors. But <laughs> 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 we're sitting around talking about this, uh, the the first earthquake, and this old black man was like, you know, you gotta go check out this website. We have the power to create earthquakes, and there were so and so many earthquakes, and we probably did this to Japan because we owe them a lot of money. I was like, don't we owe China all the money? <laughs> but you know, old man was just spitting out these conspiracy theories. Talking about how we can control the weather, we control earthquakes and all this shit. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna step out of this conversation. Yeah, I, go ahead, y'all. I was gonna say that anybody over here, they sentences like if they say I read, <laughs> <laughs> they finish it like that. That's how you know you're on conversations. Man, the thing is, like, I do believe, uh, like, I think conspiracy theorists believe in that shit because. It makes them feel like somebody's in control. Like, yeah. it might not be me, but there's a rhyme or reason to everything, including earthquakes and tsunamis. Yeah. Like, come on, man. At some point, we got to back off like, man, I don't know how the fuck that happened. It's like, <laughs> it, it, the shit happens. We know how it happens. Yeah. But you know. Quite slip. Right. It's but it's like, not like we made we it happen. We control over that shit. Yeah. We got a big machine somewhere making tectonic plates. Yeah. Superman shit. didn't fly to the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. And hit that shit. Bro, if he could only fly backwards and turn back time. <laughs> no, I don't know that. I don't, I don't. That's the thing. Like that's the conspiracy shit. It's like, see, it was June third. Told you. It's like, man, come on, man. We don't know. And then if these conspiracy theories are so right, how come they always popping up after the shit? Told you. <laughs> told you the second one was coming. You're like, man, where was your ass at last week? <laughs> I could have put some money in the stock market. Or something. Yeah. Or didn't yeah. I had all my money in Tokyo nuclear power. Uh, <laughs> stock. And this nigga ain't telling me till it's too late. All in the end. No, I got a random thought, so I was going to you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, today, uh, we got like a soul food place right above my job. It just opened up. So I thought I would go in there and try it. So I was ordering my food, and this old black lady started talking to me. She was sweet and everything. But she was very, very racist. And I didn't catch the racism at first. She was like, um, hey, she said, I like uh, that they got this old soul food place near us. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah this is my first time here. She said, yeah, she said, I like it. She said, cause that, uh, what you call that place? So that South Sarita's Mexican place? I was like, uh, yeah, yeah next door. She said, that and that Jap- Jap- Japanese place? She said, I don't deal with that. She said, my husband said, we like food to put some meat on your bones. And I was like, oh, hey, um, hey lady, um, let me order my food. Yeah. No, the worst part is that. It's not even real Japanese food or Mexican food. No. Like it's just some American shit that we'd be like, this is Mexican. Well, you know the Chinese people have Mexicans cooking their food, and the Mexican restaurants have white and black people cooking their food. So mm-hmm. you're never getting authentic. Yeah, you gotta go to like a hole in the wall to get authentic. You can't go to like a and them chain. Them are good too. Yeah, oh, yes, they yeah, are. you can't go to a chain though. Actually, I remember one time, man, I went to this hole in the wall Mexican place. I don't know if you went with us or not. I know Joe from the old job was up yeah. there, and uh, Katan wanted us to go. It was like his, it was his spot that he picked. Yeah. That shit was too authentic. <laughs> like it was nothing like this Mexican food I was used to. I was just like, oh cool, let me get some of that rice and some beans. I'm expecting the beans to be all like kind of tangy and salty. Man, that shit was like just crushed up beans yeah. with no spices. You know what? I don't give a fuck if my Mexican food is not authentic. 
I like Cadoba. They have some ball. They got some ball ass queso. <laughs> yes, they do. I don't give a fuck if that ain't. I don't That's not how it is in Mexico. That's how it is in Charlotte. I'm happy with that shit. I agree. Well, my my apple question for Karen since you brought up racism. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you feel about the Asian. <laughs> <laughs> if there was an Asian woman that came to you and said, "Yo, Karen."
doing downtown in Charlotte. I guess the young dudes are doing them. And the, the shot is called Dude. D-U-D-E. How the fuck do you order that? Like, that is a that is a clear example of why white people need more black friends. Because, like, a little bit of homophobia might have got that shot name better. Because you can't be like, yo, let me get two shots of dudes. Dude. <laughs> yes, dude, dude. Take a couple dudes straight to the face. Uh... <laughs> let me get a... I just came from five guys and now... Now I got some five guys in me, I need to get two dudes. <laughs> go down, make it go down easier. That shit is so gay, man. Uh, I'm on my fifth round of dudes. Yeah. <laughs> man, we went to the bar dudes all night. <laughs> Nothing but dudes, man. That's all I fuck with is dudes, man. I like the way the dudes roll down my toes. <laughs> it goes down so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely think I'd rather order a drink with a sunroller. Yeah, like they look over there at me like, "Oh, you drinking that gay ass drink over there?" I'm like, "All right, get you some more dudes." In. <laughs> My drink is gay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you been swallowing dudes all night. Okay, nobody said Roger Gordon something called a Tom Collins. Thing is delicious. They make you put your pinky up. <laughs> it is a drink of sophisticated gentlemen it around is. the world. I like it. Karen, Not me. She started acting like Adam on Real World. No, it's been affecting him. He's the one that changed it in my world. I always nap. <laughs> um, so I joined an Obama uh, bash fest on Facebook by accident the other day. Uh, I, I saw this dude's uh, post on Facebook. And I knew that it was going to be Obama Bash Fest, kind of. But I didn't know that his crew rolled, like, that deep on his Facebook page. Because I just went in there to just make a comment, you know, a funny comment and dip. And, of course, his whole crew tried to attack me, man. They're like, no, 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 come on back. And I I really should have known what was up, man. Because he says, let's see here. Libya, healthcare, the stimulus... Blocking of domestic energy production and high gas prices, massive centralization of power in Washington, massive trillion dollar deficits, the takeover of car companies, inflation on the way as the Federal Reserve simply creates more money out of thin air, etc. Does anyone have any good reasons to support President Obama in 2012? Yeah, all of that was his fault, right? Yeah, of course, of course it is. He was president at the time, so that makes this it his fault. This is why I hate Facebook. This shit do what? Got too much words going on. Every like five tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Make it shorter. So, uh, six people like this, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, there were like 55, I guess there was 55 comments? Oh, God, he lit it up, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't know it was 55 comments. It wasn't that many by the time I got in there. I'm pretty sure I added a lot to it. Um... So I let them go in for a while, and then I came in and I just said, I'm sure McCain and Palin would have fixed everything by now. (laughs) I'm sure that brain trust is going to get the economy right back on the right track. They can deal with any of these catastrophes like that, son. What, golf? What, oil spill in the golf? Fuck it, man. Just fly McCain down there and he'll sweep it on up. Put a bet on it. You know, mama bears fix everything. So, um, now I was the first, I didn't think about it at the time, but I was the first person to actually come in and actually say something 
to the contrary of bashing Obama. And that's my fault. Because I did not read everybody else's comments. Because I don't give a fuck about people in general. They ain't my friends. They on your page. <laughs> right? So, you lit his thing up then, didn't you? Well, uh, he responded back. In some ways, McCain may have been better. But in others, he may not have been. He may have taken us to war with Iran. Who can honestly say knowing his temper? True, we would not have a healthcare debacle that we do or have spent nearly one trillion stimulus that simply did not work, which is kind of bullshit. You don't know that he wouldn't have done those things. Um, I mean, he says that he wouldn't do healthcare, but that's like assuming that every promise McCain made during the election, he would have kept. That's right. But Obama, you know, with his promises that some he broke, only only Obama would have broke some of his promises. Like, it was just kind of ridiculous, which Honestly, whoever watches the campaign and thinks that person all this shit's really yeah, gonna happen. You deserve whatever you voted for, dumbass. Shit, I'm surprised he went hard on healthcare. Yeah, some I, I, anyway, there's a lot of shit I could defend him on. I didn't I honestly did not have the inclination to defend this dude because I know what kind of person I'm talking to. It's like yeah. going on Fox News and trying to out debate Glenn Beck. Like, yeah. why? The nigga's gonna just cut your mic off, right? Um so I said, look, man, the point remains, he'll still have to run against someone, and a record is pointless unless it's compared to another candidate. So until we see who the Republicans put up against him, it's sort of like playing tennis with a brick wall, feel me? Now I feel like that is, uh, 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 I'm brokering out in the spirit of peace. I'm saying, look, man, he ain't even running against nobody. You just mentioning all the bad shit, but eventually... We have to vote for two pe- one of two people. So it means that at some point we're going to go Obama compared to... And that's when you'll know if this is a worse track record or too bad to vote for or whatever. Because you got to compare it to whoever y'all put up. So if the Republicans put up uh, Palin, then yes, I will vote for Obama again. You know what I'm saying? Now if they put up The Rock... I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got to vote for The Rock. I do too. I'm, yeah, you know, it's not Obama's fault. But you know, it's, it's not Obama's fault. He's not sexy enough. Nope, my vote goes for There's Obama. nothing that Obama could have done. Yeah, to get Karen's vote. Mm-hmm. It, it, and nothing, not against the Rock. No, nothing for me either. I mean, it's the, the Rock. rock. Yeah, it's the people's champ. I mean, period. I think now. I think he really could go beat the oil spill's ass. I don't know if he can or not. <laughs> we have to go but see I it, believe, but I believe it. And yeah. I will pay for the nine ninety five pay per view to watch that. So a couple more comments come in from him and his friends, and I say, you know what? It's my bad for even commenting. This is obviously an Obama bad fest. Please carry on. My fault for interrupting. <laughs> now they still keep commenting for like four more fucking comments about me. When I'm like, I'm out. Y'all won. <laughs> I don't want no more. Oh, you laid down? So then I decided it's time to fuck with you people. Because fuck them. You didn't run me off. I was being nice to y'all when I was on the leave. So I came back, so they listened to all this other shit that Obama did wrong, and I said, don't forget, he also caused the tsunami in that earthquake in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and some dude named Jim said, we'll stick to the facts here, Roderick. <laughs> they are challenging enough for the president. And, and then my man that, who paid this came back, no, Roderick. Global warming, I like how he went to the full name. Before that, it was cool, right? <laughs> Global warming caused the earthquake and tsunami, or the Tea Party. After all, they caused the tsunami. They caused the Tucson shooting, right? Something I never said. Well, I would have probably agreed with that. Uh, yeah, but I never said that. But I, I'll say no. I'm not gonna fight. You can't make me argue with you. 
And I said, there is no we here, Jim. And I'm on your side. Obama caused everything bad that has happened since he was elected. I just don't know what I was even thinking voting for him. I guess I got caught up in all that hope and change. Next time, <laughs> next time I'll make sure to vote for anyone who runs against him. It doesn't even matter who. And I agree, guys. His record has been terrible. I'd say even worse than Bush. I mean, is it even comparable? Not to mention, where is his birth certificate? <laughs> what is he afraid of? Just show us the paperwork. <laughs> And so this dude, Jim, he just won't let it go. He's like, why do you think we wrong here, Roderick? We're not arguing birth certificates or natural disasters. And I came back and I said, hey, I'm saying y'all are right, Jim. How much more can I possibly say? You have offered nothing but factual analysis from, <laughs> from a point of view that is universally sound and cannot be argued. There cannot possibly be any way I can ever disagree with the things that have been said here. At this point, doesn't even matter who runs against Obama. No one can do a worse job at this point. Why even have an election? Can I submit my vote for 2012 to whoever the GOP puts on the ballot right now? And Jim got Jim was not feeling me. I don't know why. I'm being as nice as I can. Yeah, I'm on your side. Why don't, you don't want me on your side? Like you just want to argue, man? So, uh, Jim was talking about, oh, I'm worried about who we're going to put up because I don't think Palin or Bachman can win. And I said, don't worry, Jim. The Republicans got this in the bag. <laughs> who could possibly lose to Obama? I mean, first, he had no experience and just empty promises, and he won. But now he has experiences and only a handful of promises that he's actually fulfilled, like lowering taxes. No way he wins now. I say we stop talking about this like he's even got a chance. And he said it's clear that you have no desire to actually defend the president on this issue. Which I found odd because nobody else in the thread was defending the president to that point. Why the fuck do it fall on me to the amount of defense against all these motherfuckers? Why can't I join in? I just want to be on y'all side. The only thing is... The immediate list they put up was all the bad shit that they, as they perceived it. Like, considering healthcare a bad thing is automatically telling me what side you're on. Because healthcare just doesn't have to be a bad thing, but if you think it's bad, let me guess, you're probably a Republican. You're probably voting against the president. So, like, how can you hit me up with the, here you come, with the slanted logic, why don't you defend this motherfucker? You don't want me to defend him. You already started off with this dude's a piece of shit. Now I won't end. You know what's crazy too is the amount of that most people normally pay for their health care. It would come out cheaper if they paid in Texas and everybody could have health care. It's, man, it's it not, to, not to mention, uh, anyway. So I said, Jim D, why would anyone defend the president? I didn't say anyone here was a birther. How does me Wanted to see his birth certificate mean that you guys are birthers. I'm telling you, a newborn baby would do a better job than Obama. <laughs> he is obviously the worst possible candidate to have been chosen for the job. I don't know what the majority of America was thinking. I'm just glad all of us on this Facebook thread have all the problems figured out and we'll be back on top in no time. So, yeah, anyway, it went on for a while, but I'm just saying, how can y'all start a bash fest? 
And then I realized, oh my bad, shit, y'all, y'all in here dissing on Obama, we cracking jokes, we snapping. I want in and then you go, nah, nigga, you got to be on the other side. It ain't fun if, if there ain't nobody to fight against. But that, the whole point of the thread in the beginning was nobody was on the other side. It was just a bunch of motherfuckers coming in like... They were, they were in there waiting. They were like, yeah, we're going to set up camp. <laughs> and when he walked through the door... It's a trap. We're going to whoop yeah. his ass. <laughs> they trapped me, man. I wonder why all those other people never commented back either. They just kind of <laughs> sat back and read like, wait a minute. This point might make sense. Let me shut up. Man, I actually, I, at one point I was talking about Michelle Obama having her arms out. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> like, I, like who, who the fuck hates the president this much? I ain't even hate Bush enough to start a thread on Facebook about his ass. It's like, this nigga is fucking up the end. I can put that in a tweet. You, know? <laughs> you really don't need They probably don't understand this one. Yeah, that's what it is, man. Um, so, uh, another thing I was thinking about, man, uh, you know, Fonte from Lil Brother, Gene Gray, and Knife Wonder, they did a song with Lil B. Now, I don't know how much I know about those artists, but other than Lil B, those are three people I respect. And like I told y'all a while back, I gotta stop putting rappers on the pedestal, man, just because they talk a good game and they rap. They want YouTube hits, and they want to sell songs just like everybody else. So it's, it was my fault for assuming that they had more integrity than to go deal with a whack nigga on purpose. And the whole thing that was funny is they got kind of defensive and were defending it on their own podcast and on Twitter and things like that. But I think that, like, they kept trying to be on some, like, well, you got to respect this hustle. This is what the kids are listening to. And I was thinking about it, man. I don't have to respect your hustle. No. Give a fuck how hard you work. You work to do bad shit. Yeah, that's like saying, well, you know, Kingpin of the drug game, you gotta respect his hustle, man. Be like, well, no, not really. I mean, he's part yeah. of the community, so. You gotta respect Hitler's hustle. <laughs> you know how hard it is to kill all them Jews? <laughs> <laughs> that shit don't happen overnight, Playboy. That is hard work and dedication. How many people would have just gave up halfway through killing them Jews? <laughs> exactly. He saw it to the end. No, man, I'm done respecting people like Tyler Perry's hustle, Lil B's Hustle. I would never respect that hustle to begin with. Yeah, I mean, but you know, people try to make it seem like, well, the work ethic is separate from the work. It's the fucking same to me. You work real hard to make the quality bullshit. of people's lives worse. Well, I guess to me, it's like, if you're working hard to put out bullshit, then it's not very difficult to put out some bullshit. Right. I could, I could spit 16 bars right now. Right. Wouldn't be very hot. <laughs> but I could. Whoa, whoa. I think you do a good job. Don't say yourself short. It might be a little breathless for y'all out there, but, you know, we would be sure that the ladies would understand. But you know what? You know, I'm, I'm trying to keep it on the lower until my album drops. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, let's just talk about the album. Yeah. Focus on the album. But, yo, it's just funny to me because, like, these... We can't, if you're a rapper, and your whole point is, I got integrity. You know what I'm saying? I ain't like these other wack niggas that's on the radio, blah, blah, blah. If that's your whole point of your career, why do you fuck with Lil B at any point? You know what I'm saying? So at, at some point, I got to be like, look, man, I don't got to respect that dude's hustle. As a fan, I respect your hustle. I respect your grind. To me, it's a much harder hustle for Fonte to put together concise lyrics that actually have a fucking point and a meaning. Then for me to say, but Lil B made 700 songs in a summer, and they all whack. Yeah, who can't make 700 <laughs> songs? I put it like this, man. Even what? Well, go ahead, go ahead. Even if everyone, even if no one else on the earth could do it, but Lil B, 
I still don't respect it. Like, even if he is the hardest working rapper in the history of all time, I still don't gotta respect it because this shit is whack. Because if you if you make seven hundred records in one summer in what what three months, then that says a lot. What is that? Um, about 150, 200 a month? Yes. So the course oh, of that, what, eight, nine songs a day? And I'm not making up that number. I read an article that was like 757 songs in, in three months. Or something. I'm like, what, what the, why are you even putting that as the headline of, he's working hard? Yeah. No, he's fucking putting out shit. It does not take a lot of work to put out shit over and over and fucking over. And people that are fans of him are either fans of the, like a satire, like they're fans ironically like hipsters yeah. or they are they have no taste in music that's it that's the list so I can't respect his hustle and if you tell me you fucks with Lil B I can't respect your opinion dog <laughs> I can't respect your don't talk to me about other music man I cannot fuck with you and see, I would, be whack I, I would much rather somebody take the whole summer to put out three good tracks than take the whole summer to put out some garbage right like Eminem took like five years off yeah and he came back with that recovery or whatever, and that, that shit was a classic. And it took work. Yeah. There's no bars off on Eminem's album. There's no songs where he's just like, I'm going to put this one together in a day just to show y'all niggas how I do it. Because one, Eminem don't say nigga no more. But two, he wouldn't do some piss for quality bullshit like that, man. So I don't know, man. I don't got to respect it, man. I, just I would, I would that think that anybody who is, you know, in the game or who is a fan of real music you, you can't be a real fan of music and you like some shit that's just thrown together yeah I don't get oh, it man I really don't like uh, I don't know if she's doing it ironically or joking but Miss Music Lover sometimes she jokes about or she'll talk about oh Lil B you know he alright he no he's not alright he's not and you're a music lover you can't you can't love him and love music that's like no they no that's like loving somebody that raped your mom <laughs> it's like no no I love my mom I also love this nigga that raped her no man you can't have both I'm sorry yeah. pick a side Fonte that's you too so anyway it's my fault for putting them niggas on the pedestal cause they just niggas like us Yeah. at some point he was like I want a million YouTube hits right. Lil B got 6 million I've been grinding for years I ain't got 6 million let me do a song with Lil B and maybe you know God bless him he got his 6 million hits or whatever the fuck but that is extra whack. And it sends the wrong message to these fucking rappers coming up. Oh, don't work on quality. Just get you a gimmick. Put and out a lot you, of shit. Yeah, yeah. and then these some good rappers. stick to the wall. Yeah, some of the shit will stick to the wall. And these good rappers will come to you. Even though you whack. They'll come fuck with you. And um, the thing about it, when you do that, your stuff has no longevity. And it's really quick. And it's kind of almost like those one-hit wonders. I mean, I mean, to me, it is. When you just make so much volume that it gets to the point where it all it's just watered down. And you know what's so bad is all these cats that should have been one hit wonders are putting out two, three, or four records. Yeah. I mean it's it's just terrible. Like what, how many records does Soldier Boy have out now? Oh my god, I heard a soul a song by him today where this nigga said I got iPhone in my lap. Yeah. My nigga, what what is that? Is that even a complete sentence? I got iPhone in my lap. I got money in my bank account. Fuck, fuck a bank, bank account. account. Yeah. Suck my dick, soldier boy. Get the fuck out of so, here. Yeah, so, Big Crick can't get no play time. Yeah, right. All these Matter of fact, it is fucking disrespectful to Big Crick. 
That's how I view it. If you fuck with Lil B and you fuck with Big Crit, you are disrespecting the work that Big Crit put into his shit. Well, he actually was like, I'm going to think about these lyrics before I put them on this track. And Lil B is like, I freestyle everything. Suck my dick, man. You don't like music. You don't. You just fucking to play anything. Dig The one more thing I like to say is that when you talk about gimmicks, that's one thing about Soul. I think Soldier's Boy's last album came out and that shit didn't sell. Um, I think they said it was like one of his lowest albums ever because the thing is, when you come with a gimmick, guess what? They get old. Right, and the thing is, I'm not hating on his success. Oh no, I'm hating on him as a person, as as existing. Ah, 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 I hate ah. this nigga. Fuck Lil B, man. He is fucking up the game. He got niggas out here really thinking that's what it's about, and it's not, man. Like at least not to me, man. I like quality music, man. I'll never, I will never play another song with Lil B on it in my life. Another thing, the sad part is that these young boys don't realize is that if they made better music, they probably would actually sell more. Because their generation is only going to download it, period. Right. The older generation still actually go out and buy music. Who the fuck is going to see Lil B in concert? Not me. Who is doing that? I hope y'all get shot at the concert. <laughs> <laughs> um, I up. I'm tired of companies keeping track of my purchase information and hitting me up on my email, man. <laughs> like, they, they know too much, man. Like, Best Buy hit me up the other day like, you still need that uh, security update for your laptop? I'm like, damn, nigga. <laughs> Come on down. I'll get it when I want it. You need your antivirus on me and shit, man. It's, it's like I, uh, I was doing my tax return and shit. Don't finish that tax return? Hey, <laughs> get to it when I get to it, TurboTax. <laughs> yeah, man, TurboTax been hitting me up for months. I mean, I already did my tax on somebody else, but it's like, hey, just so you know, your ID. You know, you got so and so days to bring your taxes. Do you tax your homie? Why is she dying? Why damn, homie? Like, free credit report? Like, hey, what's up, dog? You check that credit lately? Come on now, it's been Maybe three you years. Should. Yeah. Like, it was like they're trying to alert you with shit. Your credit is fucked up. That's the title. And then you open it up, it's like, just kidding. Have you checked your credit lately? <laughs> like, your credit is fucked up. You open it. It could be. Um, I decided that one good thing. I was listening to these people talk about the club, right? And like how you might bag up something. How it might be a sausage fest. Might not get no chicks that night. And I was thinking one good thing about having a wife that nobody really mentions. You always going home with something. You go home with at least one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least one. Maybe some of y'all got the freaky kind of wife and you might bag a couple. But for me, I know I can go home with at least one for the night. And that's big. Yeah. You playing with an ace up the sleeve, man. That's the way to play the game. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to advocate these niggas that be cheating and shit. I'm just saying, at least you got one in the pocket, man. Yeah, yeah. And you know you know what they say? The later at night, the better she look. Mm-hmm. You know, they say a two at ten is a ten at two. Right. But you, but you know what your wife is. Yeah. So you walk in with your wife, even if you get sloppy drunk, and she might look like a thirty-seven. It don't matter because you like baseline. I haven't fucked up too much because this is my wife. It's like you know what? I can still go home and get some ass, right? <laughs> and you won't wake up the next day with your and look over and be like, oh, what the fuck? Like you look over and you be like, oh, that's my wife. That's how it always is. It's cool. <laughs> you look over and be like, yeah. This- they like every other day. Right. I'm just saying, man. For y'all people that's not married, you just get the best sleep at night when you can cut the food. Right. Right next to you. That's how I sleep. Best sleep. Period. Get yourself. You lying. Like, I always 
feel weird when uh, I listen to people that are still single and they talk about all the rules they have with dating. Because, like, once you get married, you, I think you kind of realize, once you even just get a chick, well, you, this is my chick, you know what I'm saying, we together. I really think that you realize how bullshit some of them rules are, man. Like, don't touch me when we sleep. Oh, we can. Oh, so I can just be all up over you and nut on your face, but you need to sleep on the other side of the bed. That's that's too far. Well, first of all, that's too intimate. First of all, if a chick is sleeping in my bed, there's gonna be some touching going on. <laughs> yeah, like I was watching Real World, and um, apparently, like every night, uh, I think her name is like. Naomi or something Whatever the chick's name is She sleeps with Leroy If they both ain't Bringing nobody home Right but then, I'm not I'm not hating But then At the end of the night She like After they fuck She's like Get off me I'm trying to sleep Don't touch me And she wasn't And she wasn't saying That like He wants He wants to fuck It was just like He was barely touching her Like his arm Was touching her back And I'm just like These weird ass Fucking rules man it just seems like so complex for no reason. Like, either you gonna catch feelings or you not. Yeah. But the, the shit, like, his arm was touching me last night and that's yeah. why I woke up in love. Like, I was, I'd be like, I know like that. I'd be like, you're in my bed. If, if you don't want me touching you, get the get Yeah, the up like, whatever the rules. Oh, uh, she, can, she can sleep over, but she gotta go first thing in the morning. Like, okay, that's cool. I get that. But if that's like, does that have to be a rule or is that just like common sense? Like, what happens if she stays past the morning? Are you gonna have to marry the bitch? No, you still don't want to be with her. It's it's just ridiculous. Yeah, if I have it. to make breakfast, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like fuck, I gotta cook these eggs. <laughs> Only got one bowl of cereal left. It's more like she got to go home before the alcohol wear off. Eating all the Captain Crunch. It's just it's just funny to me, man. I mean, I I just don't. I ain't really lived that single life, so I'm just joking, but. I mean, I'm serious, but I mean, I'm just joking. Like, I don't know what they go through, but it just seemed weird from the from the outside looking in. Like, really, you got to have a rule for blank? Like, what the fuck is the consequence of violating the rule? Y'all ain't going to be together anyway. You know why they sit around and create all the rules? Because they don't got shit else to do. Because they're not, <laughs> they not able to cuff the booty at night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you come in the booty, you be like, she can stay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's how they rationalize their loneliness. <laughs> hey, that's actually a good ass question. <laughs> Message. <laughs> anyway, man. Um, Justin just heard a bunch of y'all's feelings. Hey, the more you know. On the real, like even right now, I'm thinking about cupping the booty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about my booty. It's not even. It's like it's, it's. Sometimes you take it for granted. You never think about it. Just you know, I, I feel bad sometimes for lonely people. Like, and the thing is, though, I'm happy in a relationship, so. It's really nothing they can say to me. Yeah. Like, I feel like sometimes I think motherfuckers be faking. They be like, oh, I'm happy at home. And then they go home and be like, bitch, I hate you. But then in public, you know, they be like tagging each other on Facebook and shit. So, but for me, I'm genuinely happy. So it's really nothing they can say to me to be like, nigga, you fucking the same chick. Yes, and I love it. It's <laughs> the best way. The people that are always <laughs> talking about how in love they are and they always tagging they, they, they girl or whatnot. Those are the people I'm weary of. Cause I'm like, y'all are trying too hard. Yeah, Who are you doing this for? Too. You doing this for everybody else? Because yeah. I don't ever go on Facebook and tell my wife, you know, put stuff out there. Every blue moon I will, but I'm not always like, yo, I am so lucky. This is my boo. I, you know, da 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 da. I'm like, I tell her, I ain't got to tell everybody else. So the people, to me, the people that are always out there telling everybody how wonderful their relationship is, 
is doing that to make themselves feel good. I think so too. Everybody man. else. So you wouldn't put on that cheat cheat bag, your wife? Nah, dog. <laughs> I read that. Though. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah, I read that too. <laughs> I read that. I was like, huh? One of our friends, one of our friends, mutual friends of me and Justin was like, hey, I just teabagged my wife. Ha ha ha. And then like 20 people replied. I was like, I'm not replying to this. No, I'm not even going to like that. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I'm not even going to like that. I just, I just. <laughs> I looked at it. I'm like, wait, is he joking? Or is he serious? The thing that's funny though, man, that a lot of people didn't tell me growing up that. Uh, if more people want to advocate marriage and monogamy, what they should be telling people is, you can go wrong, man. That's what they, <laughs> that's what they should be saying. I, I guess you can't come. Yeah, I guess you can wink, wink if you want to, but that single life is, <laughs> no thank you. The second that condom's on, it's like, ooh, I should have been with my wife. <laughs> like, like, oh, Holly Berry came in. Yes, but I gotta wrap it up. <laughs> so actually, I'm good. Holly. This is not natural. This yeah. is not how it's meant to be. Yeah. She's crazy. <laughs> um, and then of course my last thought is, um, you know how people say you can't have sex with animals because they can't consent, which is true. They cannot consent to having sex, and that's why it's illegal. Right. That's what people say. That's what animal rights activists say. Um, they can't consent to anything. Does anybody know? <laughs> like, they might not even want to be our pets and shit. We just keeping cats in the house like it's cool. And it's like, we feed them so they come back. That's why animals food. attack people. Because they tired of being caged up. Right. That's why your cat claws your ass because it's tired of you petting on it. Animals can only not consent. They can't consent. They can always not consent. Like, oh, it bit me on the leg. It might not like that. But as far, <laughs> but as, far as consenting... No animal can really consent. So, I mean, does that mean we should be able to have sex with animals or does that mean we shouldn't keep them as pets? I don't, I couldn't figure it out. I know what the next step was. I, I don't do either, so I don't know. Just let them go. I don't, I don't like Let pets. them be free. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. I don't want shit in my house. Mm-hmm. I mean, they ain't good as people anyway, so I ain't. Well, I think they should do a study and see if the animals actually enjoy having sex with Go for them. Yeah, well, speaking of sex. This couple had sex every day for a year to revive their marriage. So five years on, is the spark still there? And there's a picture of this couple hugging each other and shit and smiling. Hard. Motherfuckers ain't happy. Yo, why, why do you force a smile? Huh? Yeah. Does she not have period? That's exactly know. what I was thinking, baby. <laughs> like it's got to be a week in there. Yeah, two times a year. <laughs> I had sex 300 times that year. Walk, hey, walk through mud, fuck through blood. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's what I heard, dog. Get your red wings. Um, not, not very often. Not very often does a birthday gift provoke an international bout of soul searching. But then, but then most pressies don't come in the force of promises that require no fancy gift wrap to make it stand out. In Charlotte Muller's case, it was a pledge to have sex with her husband Brad every single day of his 40th birthday year. You know what, man? She probably just forgot his gift. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> At the last day, she's like, oh, you know what? I got you, um, uh, uh, I got you some, um, not a lamp, not, uh, lights, uh, I didn't get you a kitchen table. Oh, pussy! Pussy every day for a year. You're hopeful. You're welcome. First of all, what kind of gift is is pussy though? Cause like 
it's, if you get married, that shit should be a given. Yeah. Y'all shouldn't right. want to fuck each other. She shouldn't be like, guess who's getting pussy? <laughs> <laughs> you are. You've been a good boy. I would have left that bitch. Anyway. I would have left her on my 41st birthday. <laughs> like, thanks for all that pussy. Now I'm out. You never loved me. Um, so, uh, rather than a rather daring experiment, which she subsequently documented in an unexpected best-selling book. So she probably just did this shit for the book anyway. Uh, that was nearly five years ago, but still her concept invokes weary sighs among some women folk. When I mentioned to my girlfriends that I am due to interview Charlotte to find out how Mueller, the Mueller marriage is faring, oh, Mueller marriage, I'm sorry, is faring a few years down the line, the responses are fairly unequivocal. Divorce probably says one with a snort. Or depressed says another. Damn, these bitches hate fucking. Jesus. Why are y'all married? No, you assume that they're married, though. All these oh, yeah, 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 they true. probably ain't married. Another suggested that if there were any justice in the world, Charlotte would have been put off of sex for life. Who would, root, who would wish that on somebody else? A chick that ain't getting none? Yeah. Dang women to wear hats to church. This all seems harsh, but then Charlotte's book, 365 Days, a memoir of intimacy, lit a touch paper of anxieties in the hearts of many married couples, and women in, partic- in particular, when it was first published in the U.S. two years ago. It detailed how, like many women of certain age, juggling jobs, children, and assorted domestic duties, Charlotte, now 44, had become an expert at dodging sexual contact with her husband. So she's admitting to, hey, we had a problem. I was not fucking. You know, I was too busy being the mom and the woman at work that's professional and uh, homemaker or whatever the fuck else. I wasn't giving up no pussy. So she marked this problem herself. And these women are hating on her for being like, so you tried to solve it? <laughs> what the- I, you know, I always wondered, um, you know, I don't have kids, but how hard is it for the woman to just be like, Open her legs and be like, here you go, boo. <laughs> Enjoy. You know what? And I'm not trying to... It's easier said than done. And I think... And this is coming from a woman's perspective, talking to other women. A lot of times, a lot of the raising the children falls on the on the woman. And if a man is more active in, like, maybe bathing the children, doing homework and things like that, it will make it easier on a woman. Because I've talked to, like, I've talked to Roger's mother and other women, and they would say, you get up. Whoa, whoa, my mom and dad don't have sex. Don't be talking about, <laughs> talking about that on the podcast. I got here through a stork. <laughs> I told you, I I told you that that's not true. Stop. You know who told you that fairy tale? Just name some anonymous women or something. Don't, don't talk about my mom having sex. This dude thinks it's okay to pee on 15 year olds. Remember that. Hey, go ahead, Karen. I just said he made good music. Uh, go ahead. Nah, Karen. <laughs> well, that is beside the point. Neither here nor there, pedophile. Karen. <laughs> the whole point is that the parents fuck. Karen, go ahead. <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> Karen, go ahead. Okay, we're gonna erase Roger's parents, but I've talked to women, and they've said like, you get up, you prepare the children, you go all day, and all of a sudden you got a you know 12, 14 hour day. You come home. 
you bathe, and the last thing you want to do is fuck. That's just because you're physically tired. And I think sometimes um, it's little. Th- I, I think it's just the difference in what turn us on. For the fact that y'all see butt and breast, y'all automatically turned on. For women, it don't work like that. I don't know um, about you, but it's the woman's mind that gets me. If you say so. You must have sexy mind. You know the thing, though, when uh, I. You, the bigger the head, the bigger my head gets. You know what I'm saying? The you know best, what I'm saying? The better her head, dog. <laughs> so, um, the thing that's weird to me, though, is like with, I think with most sexual contact, contact between like couples, a lot of it just boils down to if you start it, you'll be fine. Yeah. It's just starting it. Like, I don't know why it's so hard for people to start, like, but trust. Once you start kind of going down the road, you probably will want to fuck. Yeah, it's kind of like going to the gym. Don't nobody want to go, but once you're there, right? Stay out there. And shit is better than the gym because when you're on the treadmill, sometimes it can be a long ride. Yeah. But but when fucking <laughs> it fucking feels good. It's like oh, you know what? I have forgot. I don't know what I was thinking. I like I doing this. Forgot. This is why we got together in the first place. And Kool-Aid tastes the best afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm too tired to get up Man, that glass of Kool-Aid out the sex is the best mm, That's a good point um, After upholding her promise however Her memoir, while warmly written And by no means hectoring in tone uh, Effectively wags a warning finger At those women headed down the same road In many ways, it could be said To boil down to three simple words Just do it Uh but those hoping for hubris to have struck Charlotte in the intervening years will be sorely disappointed. Instead, she claims she is more happily married than ever before. Yeah, but you know what? She has to say that to sell the damn book. The book yeah. already been sold, yeah, man. You know, Nobody buying new copies of that shit. You don't ever know, man. It's been but five think years. Think about her. She was like, if she was, well, when was the book published? <laughs> she published the book five years ago, man. I'll not... tell you what the deal is <laughs> on the real. Yeah, he stopped cheating. Right, he was getting some booty at home. You know what I think it was? Yeah, she was. I think they had other women in there too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I know what you're saying. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking. She's like, I said you get some pussy, not my pussy. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm taking Tuesday off, but I brought in a replacement. You gotta keep the streak going. Like, I guarantee he came home early and was like, "Bring that butcher." He went cash his check the minute once. They said, uh, in fact, that she put it, uh, <laughs> in fact, that she puts it, one of the reasons I wrote the book is that the gift, as it became known, went from being a fun, campy thing to something more transformative, which endures to this day. It was the best year of our marriage without question, but I would never have predicted that at the beginning or that I would, or that it would have such an impact. So wait, they still, they not fucking every day. If that was the best year of your marriage, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, if something is working, you know, why stop? That's why you know it's some bullshit, man. Mm. I don't think it's bullshit. I think people should fuck as much as possible. Yeah, no, no, what I'm saying is, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it was as good and great as she's claiming it was. Cause what, the sex or no, the relationship? Every day, both of them. Like, fucking every day for a year, regardless, I don't think that's as good as she thinks it is. See, I'll... Oh, go ahead, Kay. And on top of that, men get tired, too. Cause, yeah. You know, I'm not trying to be funny. It's sometimes I want something, and he don't want none, so... She's very rare. Yeah, yeah, but it's yes, rare, that but, but that does happen. Yes, normally after a long day of basketball. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably on Monday nights after yes. it's been, like, 15 games of winning on the court. Yeah. It's like I'm not Superman. I'm, I'm just a man. But um, but what 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 I think 
people are missing here is because people are concentrating on just the sex. I don't even think it's the quality of the sex that she's talking about. I think she's talking about the quality of the intimacy. And I think that that probably is true. That they were that was their best year of marriage. They were closer than that. They're probably closer than they have been before. Cause it's one thing that that you can't replace is effort. Like to, I'm not like sex is what is what it is in this case. But if it would have been a book about I came home and made dinner for him every day for a year, I still think that would make you more intimate. It's the mm-hmm. effort. Like she, I don't like That's people. True. People are sex is the hook. Like people are just caught up on like that was fucking every day. Goddamn. What kind of lube was you using? You know what I'm saying? Like, people are stuck on that. But I think the bigger point is she put in effort every day for a year in their relationship. And it took, for, it took, it, it manifested itself in the form of sex. But I really think it could be if it was cleaning the fucking house. Because, man, if y'all, if you married, you know that it's shit where you just like, not today. I know that's You know, right. and it don't gotta be sex. It could be just fucking like, I know I need to clean that bathroom. It ain't happening today. Tomorrow, yes. But she found a way every fucking day to make something happen. I think instead of measuring, like, we got hooked on sex, but because the sex probably was worth half the time. Because it was like, oh, fuck, I did say that, didn't I? Get this shit out the way. It is, you know, Jay Leno. Get this nut. Yeah. He's like, with the stars. Come on, nigga. Come on. Yeah, he probably didn't even want to do it half the time. Like, baby, it's it's okay to take the night out. She's like, we got to do it. Come on over here and get this pussy. <laughs> I'm writing the book. Nah, like, to me, she's just lazy. Lazy? What, how you mean? Like, it's like it was a chore to have sex. It's going to be a chore to cook him dinner every day. She's just lazy. See, I think, a, well, first and, of all, it is a chore. Go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. Hmm? Were you going to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, like what, what he was saying. And, 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 it, and it really is, I don't know, it's just, I guess from a woman's perspective, um, I know all y'all do is, is poke, but it, you know, it takes a lot of energy from a woman's perspective to have sex. And sometimes I think when uh, men underestimate the, um, you're tired afterwards. And I think also, too, some women have bad sexual experiences, and they're not bold enough or don't feel comfortable enough to tell their partners that they didn't like it. And sometimes men don't have the egos to take that shit was whack. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just keeping it real. So, I don't know so, what you said. I put it in work. I mean, every, every, time. Not, not, every time. Not you, but, but there are some weak-ass niggas out there just <laughs> having sex, and they've tarnished some women. So when they get with a good man and want to have sex all the time, they kind of turn off to the concept. Well, I, I want us to say this. One, a relationship is work. Yes, it is. So, uh, like, people always say that, and then they accept it as a, as the cliche that it is, and it, oh, it's true. But that means but then when you're like, gonna get hurt sometimes. Well, when you say that, when you say that it's worse, that means sex is work some nights. Yes, it is. That means cleaning up is work some nights. Taking care of your kids is work some yes. nights. So, like, people, but people just have this idealistic, like, stand by, stand back and judge everybody. Like, you should want to just see your kid every day. Why are you acting like that? Because I have to see the motherfucker every day. You don't. Yeah, right. Send their ass to grow my house for the summer. Yeah. I'm talking about three weeks in one room on my house, three weeks at the so, other. So I, I say all that, I say all that to say this. No Larry Lake Lake. Um, but, <laughs> but basically, man, I feel like she is in a place, or she started in a place where a lot of couples are. A lot of couples are in that, because look, it's 50% divorce rate. It's a lot of motherfuckers in the this is a lot of work, Aries. More work than I thought it was going to be. And she decided that I'm going to fucking put in some work back. And and as, as fucked up as it sounds, because I don't think sex should be a privilege of a relationship. No, it's a and definitely thing. not something where it's like a woman gives this to a man. Like, nigga, we married already. You, you, didn't, have to, you didn't have to take this ring. 
Okay, anime. If you die, I kill you. But um, but yeah, I just feel like it's it's not fair to say, well, she's fucked up for doing this. She she knew that relationship was fucked up, and she tried to save it, and it looks like it's working. Oh, oh. Go ahead, Will. Shit on that bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know them. All I know is what I read in the article and everything. If it worked, it worked great. If it didn't, it didn't. Uh, first of all, all them chicks that hate me, they probably ain't got no man themselves. And they just want everybody else to be miserable and not have sex like them. And um, let's go back a little bit. I don't care what dude you are. I don't care how nice you think you are in the bed. Everybody have an off night every now and then. Not Hard Justin. Shit. <laughs> you know how we do. Everybody have an off night. You just don't feel like putting it down. I feel like go ahead and just take it. This is just like when Mary Ryan should have been in the gym. Every day is going to be a good day. Yeah. Ice cold. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, well, y'all motherfuckers are shooting like 15%. But we're still winning. Ice cold. <laughs> but all I'm saying is this, man. I, I just think that uh, she recognized they had issues. And, and she was willing she to was willing to acknowledge it. And on top of that, I think when Roger was talking about hard work, and, and it's on both sides because, like you said, not only was it work for her, it was work for him too. Yeah, that's what so, I'm you know. Say. It's, you know, you don't yeah, work they forty just, hours a week. That ain't that right there's a lot. And they decided to put in a partnership together. It's like sex, unlike a lot of the chores in the house, is one thing y'all have to do together. True. I mean, you ain't got to, but if you gonna if you gonna fuck each other, you I, got to do it together. I mean, not not unless you want to get some double D's, baby. <laughs> it sounds like to me though, she had a lot of extra time document writing a book and shit. Like she could have spent more time sucking this dick. I, I mean, probably like, wasn't even that long of sex. Like no. it's probably just like some point <laughs> after all, that got time management. Yeah. At some point, they at some point they start. Some point they had to start Will Chamberlain that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, tonight counts. <laughs> well, you put it in for a little bit. Yes. Uh, you want to yes. go to sleep? I want to go to sleep. You let Please. me see it. You let me see it. Yeah, plus, plus like, I it's mean, forty-five. Come on now. Plus, you know they're in their forties. They got kids. I mean, I could see how you get to a point where sex dies down, and that's what she was saying. Was like, I got to a point where sex was just so far on the back burner. You look up, it'd be a couple months. And that is a long-ass fucking time yeah, without having sex. Yes, yeah. that is. You know? That's unreasonable. No pun, no pun intended, <laughs> but that is a long-ass fucking time. <laughs> so so I can kind of see, man, like, what I think, uh, and, and maybe Will's right, all those women are single, but what I think is those women in that first paragraph are motherfuckers who are also in fucked-up marriages, and they just accept that that's the way shit has to be. And there's a lot of people like that that just, I, I met, how many dudes have you met where they were like, yeah, man, I got to go home early. You know how it is. And you just want to go, no, I don't know how it is. <laughs> My wife don't tell me what to do. Like, we have a partnership and she part of the partnership and she trusts my judgment and vice versa. I don't, I'm not calling her like, girl, you better be in by 10. Like, that's, like, that's, I think that, but a lot of people, the way that they learn about marriage is through those cliches. So they just think that's right. Like, Fuck it, man. Your wife's supposed to be a miserable bitch that never wants to fuck you. And you supposed to be thanking God every time you get some pussy. So anytime that she don't want you to do something, she just got to tell you some pussy is involved. And your ass got to run home on the next thing, you know, smoking. And there's a lot and there's a lot more dudes like that out there that I met. I don't associate with them niggas. But there's a lot of dudes like that that I met where I'll just be like, 
your ass lost. And you know what? Them same dudes wasn't getting pussy before they got married. This is a real game you about to spit no. out. <laughs> <laughs> same dudes wasn't getting pussy before they got married, and their wife was like, "Hey, look, when we get married, everything's gonna change." Yeah. <laughs> you know who else it is? It's them dudes that fuck with the good girl. Well, they they no. got a they got a regular ass freak like them that they that they know they be kicking it with every day, and then one day they wake up like. I need me a good church going, God fearing, girl, God fearing, family ready woman, mm. and then they go get that chick, and they be like, "This is whack." She does not know well, how you to know, fuck. If, if you, if, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling y'all, dog, shit don't change when you married. If she ain't fucking you before you get married, she ain't fucking you after. Yeah, because it's not like like when they say, "Well, I think sex is bad before marriage." The way you feel about sex isn't going to just change and flip exactly. and Especially if you haven't been doing it. Yeah. You haven't been. Dude, who the fuck gets with somebody that ain't been practicing? You don't just hop on the basketball court. You're going to take a couple shots, right? Oh. You're going to shoot around. You're going to work on your drill. You don't just go, I'm going to the NBA. Well, when you going to practice? When I get to the NBA, <laughs> and suck my dick. Hey, Literally, girl, suck car. my dick. And it's, it's all like how this car ride. I'm not buying the car. Yeah, it's ridiculous. See, if y'all run your household like I run my household, right? Go ahead. There's no Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. She don't have no cell phone. Yes. I keep the keys to the car. She got to ask me when she want to get the keys to the car. What is this? 1952? There's a fucking lock on the refrigerator, and the only reason, the only reason to lock on the refrigerator is for the guests. <laughs> Them motherfuckers thinking we'll fuck Justin Heen around on the sneak in the refrigerator. No, because she know the rules. Oh, God. She know the fucking rules. You know I, what I'm saying? That's why y'all need to ring y'all house. I'm just glad she don't listen to this. She's got to run. And my, my thing is this. Well, back to what Will was saying about, uh, no, what you were saying about the good girl. And the thing is this. You know you got that booty shaking, strip pulling, dip, dick sucking girl. And then you turn around and you get somebody that don't suck dick. You yeah. get somebody that don't Losing shake an ass. <laughs> I mean, my, my, well, that's, my that's the thing. A lot of these, you you like? these dudes think they're going to turn the good girl into the freak. That's not going to happen. No. You marry somebody that is fundamentally not about what you about. She's not about that life. So then you get with her and in your head you keep... Because t- that's the other thing. They're naive. And they will tell you shit like, well, when we put that ring on... You know it's gonna be on, and it's like it'll never be on. You don't even know what the fucking definition of own is. Yeah, best advice is to always get you a chick that don't have a father in her life. No, that's, 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 that's the best advice. I really, yeah, I don't know why. Anyway, <laughs> just a chance to get somebody killed. Can I just let's just get off this subject? I thought we did. I thought we did ten minutes of this before it got ratchet. And there's a good streak with Justin and Norm. There's a good streak. Um, apparently, speaking of ratchet, uh, Evelyn and Ocho Cinco got a show in the works. Uh, Evelyn, Evelyn Lozada from the uh, Basketball Wives and. Ocho Cinco or Chad Johnson from That's the classic couple. Yeah, <laughs> like she, she left the show, right? Yeah, yeah, she's going to leave the show supposedly. That's the rumor. And I mean, it was so obvious that something like this was coming. Yeah, the way they wedged that relationship into the show, show. and it's a fake ass relationship where they don't, they ain't never really hung out and did nothing except the one time she saw him, she fucked him supposedly. And I doubt they even fucked, honestly. Like they, like, cause it was too much for TV. Like, if you're gonna fuck somebody, 
Why are you gonna let the camera watch you carry them upstairs to the bedroom? No, that is not how it would go down. You'd be like, alright, y'all gotta get out. Real world Georgia <laughs> sure, they show everything. Yeah. You're like, let me pause this movie. Hey cameraman, y'all got to go. <laughs> y'all got to go. Y'all can show a picture of the door on your way out and I'll cut the lights off from outside. Well, first of all, if if some shit was really going on, you know when they have them in the house, every every room in that house got cameras in it. Yeah. So there wouldn't be no getting away from the Yeah, it's it's complete bullshit, man. I, but they're doing a show together. I'm probably not gonna watch that one because I'm more interested in the ratchetness of the basketball or the ratchet ball wives, quote unquote, than I am of the fucking like relationship of Ocho Cinco and this chick. Like that chick doesn't move my meter at all. So anyway, I just want to bring that up. Um, what you say? I said bye bye. That BLT might cost you more with bacon prices rising. No. Say it ain't so. I love oh, BLT. Fuck it. I just have to take the bus to work. <laughs> <laughs> Muslims everywhere rejoice. Uh, that summertime delight. Summertime? That's a year-round delight. <laughs> the BLT sandwich is likely to cost more this year because bacon prices are up sharply. Pork bellies, where bacon comes from, cost about 50% more than last year at this time. Until last year, we never seen pork belly prices above a dollar. Wait, a dollar? You get a whole pork belly for a dollar? Wow. Uh, retail bacon bacon prices are about 25% higher than last year because feed costs have increased. So hog producers aren't increasing their herds. That's sad, man. So wait, they actually feed the pigs? Because if you listen to everybody else, they'll tell you that, um... They eat their own slop. That's how they, they wallow around in mud and just eat their own feces. It's nasty. I don't know. As long as you don't fuck them, I mean, they can't consent. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to consume a pig. I don't give a fuck. Do they consent to letting us take the bacon? I don't know. Uh, I like I like bacon. I don't do the pig feet and all that stuff. I like bacon. Speaking of frying bacon, mm-hmm. Granny, shocked by police stun gun in bed, sued. She decided to sue the police. An 87-year-old grandmother subdued by the police with a stun gun while she was lying in bed hooked up to an oxygen machine. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wow, who is she going to hurt? I'm surprised they ain't blow the place up. Uh, she is suing her Oklahoma hometown. Uh, attorney Brian Dale said Tuesday that he filed a lawsuit June 21st on behalf of client Lana Varner. Uh, he did not specify the amount she's seeking from the city of El Reno, but said it's at least $75,000. That's all? That's all? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's at least. Uh, Varner's grandson called 911 on December 22nd and told the dispatcher his grandmother wanted to end her life and that he was concerned she had taken some unknown medicine. Uh, when Officer Thomas Durance uh, says in a police report that Varner pulled a kitchen knife from under her pillow and threatened to stab and kill him if he threatened to take her from her home. <laughs> so I then, can believe that shit, though. So then another officer stunned her, stunned her under Because my grandmother keeps a knife under her pillow, too. So I fully believe that. She was just about it. She was about it. She was like, y'all ain't taking me from my career. Yeah. She got a And remember this as always. Better than a gun. Yep. <laughs> At least she can sue. Yeah, she's alive to sue. And she's like 87, so a gun would have killed her. I'm glad we got Will here for this article. <laughs> Woman 
stabbed man with a samurai sword. She was arrested. No, 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 no. The woman stabbed the man with a samurai sword. Was huh? Woman stabbed? Oh my god! <laughs> that comma threw me off. <laughs> this, wo- <laughs> this woman was stabbed. Now, we are going to always ma- catch the glitches. Yeah, <laughs> well, he just wanted to, to make sure that the man didn't get stabbed. So, exactly. so the woman got stabbed and the dude with the sword got arrested. A man with a samurai sword was arrested and his girlfriend taken to the hospital with a stab wound early Thursday. Police were called just before 12.30 a.m. What you do? I'm saying. Sword yeah. at the midnight. Yep, that's about the time frame. On a report... <laughs> On a report of a woman who ha- who was stabbed by her boyfriend. If we're partying at Will's house, <laughs> you go up and yeah, and it started getting close to midnight, I am out. I don't care if the game is going in the overtime. No Lakers games in Will's house. And me and Roger don't even really talk to each other. We tweet each other anyway. I'm like, DM, you ready to go? Yeah. Yep. All right. No, it's I, midnight. I have to do a, a text on that one because he'll see it if you do it on Twitter. Not on direct message. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> the woman was located. Uh, so anyway, they got a report that the woman was stabbed by her boyfriend. The woman was located. On, <laughs> why do they always stab the one that's close to him? It's like, I love you, bitch. Stab. <laughs> um, they get the address. Uh, um, she was taken to the local hospital where, at last word, she was in surgery. Officers then went to the boyfriend's apartment and through the window they could see him waving the samurai sword and cutting things up inside. <laughs> wow. This nigga just throwing pillows in the air. A containment of the apartment was set up and the man eventually agreed to come out and surrender without further incident. Jeremy Thomas, 33. Hey, he's 33 acting the fool yeah, like this? You me doing some shit like that. Come on, my nigga. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, was booked in the school, uh, in the Salt Lake, I'm oh, sorry, Salt Lake County Jail, not the school jail, for, for investigation of aggravated assault. Uh, Josephson's did not know if the stab wound was created by the samurai sword. <laughs> Even though I had blood dripping from it. So this bitch, Ashley Judd, she, she said, uh, um, she tried to basically say that hip hop music uh, is to blame for AIDS, poverty, and suffering. Well, it is. How so? And Obama's to blame for all the <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Have uh, a discussion. Are, are you going to the NRA, Chris? Yeah, the, the RNC. The RNC. All of them the same to me. <laughs> I can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. NRA, RNC. I'm glad, I'm glad you understand. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not act like it's that far fetched. <laughs> yes, it's the same group. The NRA and the RNC will probably be in the building together. At the same time. Yes. Um, talking about her work in AIDS awareness. Uh, Judd made her opinion crystal clear when it comes to the activist organization Youth AIDS Choice in Spokespeople for a past campaign singling out Snoop and Diddy Youth AIDS created hip public service announcements for TV and radio using popular local and international celebrities and athletes and was participating in MTV World AIDS Day Staying Alive concert 
Along with other performers, Youth AIDS was supported by rapper hip hop artists like Snoop Dogg and P. Diddy to spread the message. Um, ooh, those names were a red flag. As far as I'm concerned, most rap and hip hop music, with its rape culture and insanely abusive lyrics and depictions of girl and women's girls and women as hoes, is the contemporary soundtrack of misogyny. I believe the social construction of gender, the cultural beliefs and practices that divide the sexes and institutionalize and normalize the unequal treatment of girls and women, privilege uh, the interest of boys and men, and most nefariously, incessantly sexualized girls and women is the root cause of poverty and suffering around the world. Now, one, I want to say that that is very well written, and I can kind of understand some of her points. It is a very misogynistic culture. Uh, it's very homophobic, and um, it is kind of weird to see uh, people that have produced so much hip-hop, a lot of it being negative uh, to an extent, uh, be involved with the charity. Like, I can get that. But, dumbass, one day I'm helping the charity. Two, has she only been in movies with positive role models in every, every role? Has she only been in Disney movies? Like, those rappers are also playing a role to a certain extent. And then second of all, they're telling a story of actual life on the motherfucking street. So if the motherfucking street wasn't so fucked up, you wouldn't have to hear about it in your little privileged-ass white community or whatever the fuck you hear at CMTV. So how are you going to get mad at uh, The Roots for talking about Philadelphia is fucked up and then also want to join a charity to help it and then get mad at them for even bringing it up in the first place? Like, nah. How about you go do some shit to make them better? Like, you do something to make that street better. And that's kind of what's fucked up about it. It's like, you can just hide in your little privileged world and be like, it's fucked up that they even talking about that shit. Like, no. It's fucked up that they felt like some nigga on the street got to sell drugs to feel to get his, to get feel like he can make ends meet. Yeah, and, and it kills me when they're like, hip-hop is the reason that women get called hoes and bitches and are expected to, you know, walk around with their asses out. But shit, I mean, I guess you never see any women on Baywatch or any of them right. other shows running around half-naked. You don't never see Pamela Anderson with her ass out. You don't see right. all these, in, in all the movies where the women are walking around half-naked, booty-shaking, and having to have the perfect form. You don't see in, in Vogue magazine where they're showing this image. Anywhere you look, even on the fucking news, they have, when the last time you seen a big bitch on the news? Yeah, well, I mean, but, and then, but, but what, I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, mm -hmm. you know, they're saying all of this misogyny and girls getting the idea that they have to look a certain way comes from hip hop. No, that shit has been around way. Yeah, the American culture is misogynistic. Yeah, like I think uh, Dukes of Hazard is as far away from hip hop as you can get, but that's where Daisy Dukes came from. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it's just one of them, like, well, black people doing it, that's worse. But um, the other thing, though, that's kind of weird to me is. I don't understand how she can say it's a rape culture. Rape is not looked looked up upon like it's something to, to aspire to in any music. Like that's what the worst thing you can do. I'm like, what rapper is out there with me and like? So yeah, man, you know how I'm known for just raping motherfuckers. That's how I get down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't well, I think of this, that mystical. Um, even he wasn't making a fucking song about like nobody was like, yo, man. You know who I like? That mystical song about raping bitches. They need to play that on the radio more. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous, man. She sounds like somebody didn't understand it. 
And to top it off, she has a new book coming out where she just reveals she's a victim of incest. So what kind of music was that dude? Them pack of wild niggas in yeah. that rap. <laughs> yeah, he was obviously listening to rap before he raised her. I want to know who books these dudes' travel plans because they fucking get around. <laughs> this pack of wild niggas, they everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they everywhere. They, yeah, they got all the frequent flyer miles. You they know, climbing I, in your window, snatching your peoples up. You know, I do think though, uh, Snoop and Diddy could improve their image if they went to England or you know, just Great Britain in general and adopt them some white kids. That's and, what I would do. And, you know, and then, not only that, but name one of them, like, you know, if they get a little girl, name them Heather. Because she have named, like, two less gangster motherfuckers right now. <laughs> Diddy and Snoop well, are, like, the safest rap names in the game right now. Them the only ones she knows. And the problem that I have with her statement is the fact that it sounds really, really ignorant. And the biggest reason why I say it sounds ignorant is because... Heavy metal, rock, and some other genres talk about drugs. They talk about getting high. They, they talk about some of these same things yeah. that she's turned around and she says that it's only a hip hop culture. What kind of music do you listen to, Mickey Mouse? I think it's American culture too, because like I said, if you look at just movies, which is what she does for a living, is she saying? Who is she anyway? I didn't know who she was. She's, she's an actress. actress. But is she saying the same shit about like, say, if Arnold Schwarzenegger decides I want to go? and support this charity, she gonna say, well, you made movies about being a Terminator and killing people? No, it's a double standard. It's because niggas is the ones making this fucking music. Yes, and then if somebody wants to turn around and say what you're saying is racist, all of a sudden it'll be an issue, but that's what you're doing. Yeah. Um. All right, so this is Caveman. They got found. Oh, why do you like that? Uh, the oldest gay in the village... 5,000 year old is outed by the way he was buried. So they found this, this, five, this, this, this 5,000 5, years after he died, the first known gay caveman has emerged into the daylight. According to archaeologists, uh, the way he was buried suggests that he was of a different sexual persuasion. The skeleton of the Stone Age man unearthed during excavations in the Czech Republic. Uh, it's said to date back between 2000, uh, 2900 and 2500 BC. Um, <laughs> well, the numbers how could they up. tell? How could they tell? Yes. I mean, he's buried. Yes, um, Unless you ask yes. him, how could you tell? Yeah, the numbers add up. Trust me. Just, just I explain to you later. I don't want you to look bad on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, uh, but yeah, man. So basically, the way they can tell. During the period, men were traditionally buried lying on their right side with their head pointing towards the west. Women on their left side with their head facing east. In this case, the man was on his left side with his head facing west. Um, another clue is that the men tended to be interred with weapons, hammers, and flint knives, as well as several portions of food and drink to accompany them to the other side. Women would be buried with necklaces made from teeth, Pets and copper earrings, as well as domestic jugs and egg-shaped uh, and an egg-shaped pot placed near their feet. Um, so basically, they found this nigga with pots and shit, and they found his body facing one way, his head facing the other way. And obviously, he's gay. Right. What I was they thinking. They made a mistake. What I was thinking was, what if like it was a caveman practical joke, and they was just like, <laughs> this shit would be hilarious when they uncover this motherfucker. Thinking maybe this motherfucker died and they left his ass there and forgot 
to just turn his ass. Like, maybe maybe, like, maybe he was living by himself somewhere and he just fucking died. That's how he turned yeah, the video. <laughs> <laughs> he died while he was eating. You know what I'm saying? He, he could have choked from a piece of food or something. We don't know. Yo, why would he want to die that way though? Where he like, let me set out my cups and plates. <laughs> <laughs> just set them out perfectly, just in case. Um, but yeah, man. So I just thought that was funny. Um... So this teen in Florida said his baggy pants saved him from an alligator. And uh, I'm not reading all this, but I'm just going to say his pants were so baggy, an alligator bit him on the ass and only got pants. Damn. And he ran off. And uh, they said, I heard a hiss and then I looked down and I seen the alligator on the ground. Oh my. And what did you do? I ran, he said. And what did the alligator do? I don't know. I didn't look back. I don't blame him. But it looked like it snapped, the reporter said. Yeah, it tried to bite me. And then his mom said, that was the advantage of wearing baggy pants that day. You know, I just don't understand what the fuck is this one. An alligator sneaky? I mean, like, how do you not see a big alligator? But how do you not see the alligator coming? Like, they're quiet. Apparently, they eat pretty damn good, so they must be good at what they do. I mean, damn, it's... Like you, you hear dogs coming. Like dogs, dogs are loud. Maybe he was a. Uh, maybe he was. Well, first of all, alligators. I've had, I've had a dog sneak up on me. Yeah, so, yeah, I have too. But also, alligators don't bark. But um, maybe he was down there at the watering hole trying to get something to drink with the rest of the deer, and the alligator just came out. <laughs> That's dumb, man. Um, that's probably could have got away with his pants. I know, right? <laughs> was, was he running butt naked? Did I mean he got his drawers? I don't know. He just snapped off a little piece, of, a little piece of butt or something. Man glued to man glued to toilet seat in store bathroom. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Nope. Just now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> man, that's what you get. Ain't no real water in there. Elton police say a man became stuck to... What path are you going to, Cam? Ain't no water in there. I thought we were going to display ones. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Elton. <laughs> what do you think? Is that Home Depot? <laughs> yeah. Taking the shit on the toilet? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I was like, this story makes no sense. <laughs> I was like, that's disgusting. Sit down ass. Don't Gotta go, you gotta go. Was he handicapped or something? I can see the handicapped bathroom. Elton police say a man became Elton police say a man became stuck to a department store toilet seat after someone spread glue on it. It happened Thursday evening at Walmart. You, who Damn, sits, that is the nastiest. Sits on a bathroom at Walmart. That's nastiest. Shit, the same. He probably. You sits lucky on you the just got glue, dog. He probably sits on the bathroom at Waffle House too. Yeah. Dog. I dog. I don't give a fuck how dirty my hands are. Uh-uh. I'm not going into the Waffle House bathroom to wash my hands. They clean them. I could be fucking just emptied out my trash and had some trash juice or something. Drew <laughs> <laughs> on my hand. And it's clean them in that Waffle House bathroom. <laughs> oh, God, that's disgusting. Oh, shit. That's how nasty that bathroom is. I've never seen a clean Waffle House bathroom. No, ever. Ever. I, I never, it was brand new. I've never been in a Waffle House bathroom. <laughs> Me either. Somebody was like, I gotta go wash my hands. I was like, ugh, sit on the other side of the table. <laughs> you can't sit with me when you get back. Um, police say uh, they refused <laughs> They refused to say how long he was stuck before he was able to get help. 
<laughs> he must have been in that for a grip, yo. You fell asleep. I'm like, please. Please help me. You know, you probably rocked it trying to. <laughs> I just want to live. <laughs> Oh, you couldn't even raise up to wipe his ass. Oh, man. That shit sound like a scene from Saw, like one of the traps. <laughs> one of the traps in Saw. Uh, uh, police say emergency workers removed the seat from the toilet and took the man out with the seat still attached to him. Damn. Oh, he had to walk out in front of everybody at Walmart with that seat on. Uh, he sat on the toilet, mama. That's good <laughs> Um, That's what he get. I wonder if he get more than seventy five thousand. The C was removed oh, yeah. at the emergency room at the hospital. They say it's a second de- degree assault case and may have been a random prank the night before April Fool's Day. Wow. Yeah, it's assault though, so I mean they probably can't even sue Walmart. You probably gotta sue the person that did it. Does Walmart have, does Walmart have those standards? You know, when people have to initial check that I doubt it. Yeah, you just go in there and initial that shit. But that's what I'm saying. If they have that, then you can sue. But they ain't checking it for goo. Yeah. They're like, it looked clean to me. It was shiny. He didn't clean the toilet seat. Pretty, pretty rules. You know, dude probably had this shit bad as hell. Oh my god! <laughs> he sat down on the toilet in Walmart, son. Uh, he had to feel a little wet when he sat down. I don't give a fuck if it was yeah, grand opening. By the time you sit down, it's too late. Yeah. Especially, like he had well, to be like wet. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He probably sit down like. Hey, you think he was just like weak as hell? <laughs> like he just got stuck a little bit. He was like, ah. Oh well, I'm sure it'll work out. Oh uh, man! So finally, Molly, it's Miley. Uh, Miley Cyrus has a sex doll, and it sold out in 48 hours. Wow! And the sex doll is called Finally Molly. You creepy motherfucker! What she so just turned 18 or something? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, uh, let's see. Well, yeah. We don't mean countdown. She's officially. I'm reached. assuming she is. But Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, you're right, man. Miley Cyrus has officially reached a new level of fame. The 18-year-old Scarlett is the apparent inspiration for a new sex toy by Pipe Dream Products, which is selling the inflatable doll that bears a striking resemblance to the singer. I've seen these inflatable dolls in, like, videos and shit. They don't bear a striking resemblance to anybody. So plastic, who the fuck would fuck a plastic doll? It's like a balloon, ain't it? Yeah, it looks like a balloon, okay? It's the same people that thought they was going to get a freak after they got married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like, like Miley has to like, yeah. it's, it's the My new wife world. won't give me no hands. Miley will. You know what's My funny? wife won't give me no head. Miley will. It's like, didn't Kim Kardashian sue over something like that? And, nah, my, and, and Miley Cyrus was like, eh, whatever. Well, you know what it was? Is uh, I, Even Kim Kardashian's outrage, I think, was fake because... She threatened to sue. She never sued them. I'm pretty sure she got paid for that shit. But that's what I'm saying. Molly's like, yeah, whatever. Do what you gotta do. And you know what's funny, too? This dude at the gym when I was like, are you into girl illegal? Or what you into? And he looked at me like... Like, nah, this motherfucker's out here that's really into this barrel yeah. illegal. It's like, no, I'm actually into almost legal. Well, no, he yeah. finally ended it with, you know, they come through, they come through. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, nigga, I ain't breaking you. <laughs> <laughs> the 18-year-old starlet is, apparent, is the apparent inspiration for a new sex toy. Okay. Um, the packaging for the finally Molly love doll features a booksome young woman who looks remarkably, remarkably similar to Cyrus holding a guitar and nearly exposing her privates. So, 
If you not if having sex with a dog does not even make it, and there's a guitar in the way, how does that work? Uh, the ah. box promises. <laughs> well, I think this is just a picture to look like Miley Cyrus. They don't care. Once you open it up, it's just the same naked <laughs> plastic doll. They fucking her face anyway. It don't yeah. even. <laughs> My bad. Who the fuck My is bad. fucking a plastic doll? How do you not kill yourself after that nut? <laughs> uh, how do you how do you just come on a plastic doll and go? Okay, now to wrap this up for tomorrow. It makes me appreciate the five thousand that they got sold. Man, like, how do you not kill yourself? Is this like a gag gift? Um, the box promises the blow-up doll has three achy love holes, and perhaps, a, perhaps an X-rated nod to Billy Ray Cyrus's hit song "Achy Breaky Heart." Of course, it's really. An alternate version: the item's uh, packaging features a look-alike posing provocatively with a microphone. The wait is over. She'll speak right into your mic. That's what the package says. Uh. We are complete. We are completely sold out already," said Kevin Johnson, according to the Sun. Is you think it's Kevin Johnson that plays <laughs> play <laughs> It's been on the market for less than forty-eight hours. You think people was like standing outside, like Xbox mm-hmm. was coming out? Yeah. Yo, Sun, midnight. People have been waiting for her to turn eighteen. So she is eighteen, though. Yeah. yeah. People have like wrapped about her and all kinds of stuff turning. Couldn't they theoretically come out with this before she was 18? Though? Yeah, because I mean, it's not based on Yeah, it's, it's, they're going to deny that it's about her. Yeah, but they wanted to be about her. Did they do that with the Ultimate Twins? I don't know people used to, um, you know, sweat them before they turned I think it's like a mark of, um, for a lot of these chicks, it's a badge of honor almost. Like it's a mark of joining the others because they have ones based on Jennifer Lopez, Paris Hilton, Jessica Simpson, Christina Aguilera, Pam Anderson, Lindsay Lohan, and Kim Kardashian. So... It's almost like I'm a diva like them. Mm-hmm. I got my own blow up dog. Alright, um. I didn't read this one. Uh, let's see. Oh, Mr. C. Have y'all heard about this? From Hot 97? Mr. C used to be Kumo D's or Big, no, Big Daddy Kane's DJ back uh-huh. in the day. Now he's like a host for Hot 97 Radio, right? In New York? Yeah, okay. New York. In New York! Um, the first comment I came upon while searching for Mr. C's arrest for allegedly soliciting oral sex from a 21, a 20 year old man was some dude writing about how most black men are on the download because we've been raised by single mothers. Great, I thought. So yeah, what happened was he got caught at like 3.30 a.m. in the parking lot getting head from a transsexual man uh, out, like outside Hot 97. Uh, I don't know, cross gender, cross dresser, yeah. something like that. And I'm assuming police ain't got time to figure yeah, that shit the, out. The transsexual means they used to be one and now it's the other. When they say yeah. like nah, that's transgender. Yeah. Oh, transsexual means you identify with the other sex, even though you're born in one body. But uh, anyway, it says uh, so one thing I can't promise you though, um is that when I do finally get into guy-on-guy action, it won't be out in public, and it won't be with an alleged male prostitute as Mr. C allegedly was, I'd like to think that I'm hot enough to get a guy that would give me some for free. Uh, so yeah, he was out there paying money to get head. I'm assuming this person's kind of making some jokes in here. It's not, a, it's not a news article, it's an editorial. Um, more seriously, Here's the most troubling thing about Mr. C's arrest. If the incident happened as the police tell it, he felt he had to hide his proclivities by keeping them on the darkened street corners, all the while engaging in the same 
Paul's talk that everyone else does. It points to something obvious and quite disturbing about hip-hop culture. It's rampant homophobia. Now, I was a victim of this homophobia when I commented on uh, Blood Frenzy, the anime, where this dude was sucking his own dick. And people was all over me on Twitter. They was mad that I had made them even think about if that was gay or not. They well, was upset. Well, you know, by our survey we did back in our older podcast, you're like 30-something percent gay. Apparently so. Yes. But, um, yeah, so, so yeah, I, I do want to just say, like, yeah, it's, it is fucked up that this nigga was on the air talking about Pauls and getting on, get going in on just, you know, any type of gay references and shit, and then going and getting head from dudes in the parking lot. A little bit hypocritical. I don't know if he's running for Republican office after this or not, but I wouldn't be surprised. When, when, uh, I first, when you were first reading the article talking about he got caught solicitor for man, I was like, was he in the airport bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna go into more details on it. I'm ready to wrap this shit up, but, uh, pause. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pause. I actually gotta go get a blowjob from a dude in a couple minutes, so pause. We gotta get up out of here. Um, but yeah, man, I, I just think it's disgusting, man. And, you know, coming back to what Ashley Judd was saying, that's why I said some of her points I kind of concede. I really do understand. It, it is a very misogynistic, homophobic culture in hip hop, especially from the outside looking in. But, but you can't blame everything going on in America on hip hop. Well, that, and you can't say, well, y'all can't do support this charity. Like, suck my dick, bitch. You probably been in movies where people been doing all kinds of shit. And yes, I'm being misogynistic to her. She deserves it. Suck my dick, bitch. Well, the other problem I have with it, too, is did she not watch Moondock like three years ago when they already addressed it? Yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. People on the outside looking in gonna see one thing. Like I said, it would, to me, it would be the equivalent, it would be the equivalent of watching, um, it would be the equivalent of watching a Hollywood movie and walking away and saying, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger likes to kill people. That's what. That's how I feel about it. Like, and I and, and the thing is, you know what? Uh, those two spokespeople, while while I was saying they're the most safest right now, they had history. You know what I'm saying? Snoop was on trial for murder. Uh, Diddy was on trial for the woman getting shot in the face, even though he didn't do any time behind that. So I can definitely understand where she's coming from. It's just I feel like she's blaming the cause and not the actual. I mean, the salute the. Effect and not the actual cause. Or the root, yes. Yeah, you're like, if you're gonna look at why, you gotta look at what they're talking about and why they feel it's okay to talk about that before you can tell them they can't talk about that. Yeah, just because you can't relate to something doesn't mean that it's pointless. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these people just don't want to think about it. That's really what, they just don't want to think about niggas ain't doing too good in the hood. And they would rather you shut the fuck up, and even if that means don't help this AIDS charity. Like, even to that extent, they're like, just don't even show up, please. It, I have to think about how shit is not so sweet on your side of the fence. And that's stupid because the same people you don't want them to help is going to be the same people sticking you up. Right. And you know what some bullshit is? Anytime it's a cause, anytime it's something that you like, it's artistry. It's art. Right. But anytime it's something you don't like, then it's real life. You don't need to be doing that. Yeah. This shit is real. Yeah. Come on, man. Set a standard and stick to it. Well, yeah, well, she had a problem if Rick Ross would have showed up. We know he ain't doing none of that shit. All right, man. So this has been another episode of the Blackout Test Podcast. Uh, feel, feel free to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say Dad again. That S and G-A-T. And uh, I'm Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. And I'm Ryan Overeem. 
And don't forget also, uh, this, this show is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, you can also go to theblackouttips.com, uh, look on there for our forums and join us. You can use Twitter to log in. Uh, you can also donate to the show when you're there. Uh, you can also give us an iTunes review for five stars only, please. Those are the only ones I read. Even if they say something fucked up about the show, those are still the only ones I'm going to read on the show. Uh, so make sure you do that. Um, you know, of course, join the Facebook group. You can email us, theblackouttips at gmail.com. You can call the show, 704-557-0186, and leave us a voicemail. Uh, we respond to all that on Saturday morning when we do our feedback show. Um, and so, uh, until next time, love you. What's so, you got that? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Sally King. Yeah. The big park shit. You know how I go. In them alleys. Hey, yo, since rap got locked right before we visit the 90s. Chef in the kitchen cooking up with the crimeys. It's late fall dime season. We bought the crib next to Bill Clay and mother cause she fuck with the Chinese. They hit niggas with heroin. It's 14 of us with beamers. We won't stop pitching the Chevron. It's pack kid, black kids. Don't know how to act. They flashing Max Gillette's a couple of stacks. Yo, the system's stupid. Yup, shorty with the pumps on and dunks. Get providing that scoop kid. And bloodhounds is hating. They knowing how the kid get down. Salad shotties with grenades and waiting. And everybody loves. Vintage. You see like four, five niggas with half moons and wave intentions What's really good? The dro hit him, killed him in a hotel Heard he had some old chick with him that's how we make it happen, that's how we break it down Hood all day, nigga, watch how we take the town That's why we do the do, just know who is who Acknowledge me all day and understand Yo, who is but who But on the other side of town is Tony, laid up This white chick wanna goggle my nuts I put the baileys down, tap the blunt out Grab the by hair, watch Blondie Love whip my dick out Spit dripping down my balls, she slobber me That's right Suck that dick, get a half of me Pyrex in one hand, large amount of grams And it rocked up, and she pregnant My little man got it knocked up, he popped up I'm like a crooked cop, Richard Gear, big smirk on, getting my cock suck He pulled the joint out, a bullet spun out But it was too late, already nutted On the side of her mouth, side of her face And hair like something about Mary I can't front, my son gun Looks scary, chill, she's a whore You knew her from the time, we ran trains on you And you still ain't fucked the raw Come on son, give me the gun, you Gonna kill me over this bum ass bitch you can't resist Remember Vel had her in the telly taking the fist Watch how you aiming that shit, you should be aiming at Trish She take a bone like a ribeye steak and roast Chris Yo, be easy on the trigger, son, you squeezing the fist